Alright, now I'm going to expect the WhatsApp line to be blowing up as we continue our conversation this morning. Uh, I heard uh, via, via and through the newsrooms that uh, the city of Cape Town has officially received their um, a court order from, I think it is the Supreme Court, uh, to grant the evictions um, of people experiencing homelessness around the city. And so to make sure that you have all the information you need to make an informed decision or to have an opinion that you feel is well-formed, let's provide you with different perspectives on this um, on Good FM's Big Breakfast. Uh, joining us on the show this morning, John T. Cogger. A very good morning and thank you for waking up super early to, to talk to us this morning. How are you doing? Good morning. No worries. I was really awake because of, of kids. Oh, are you one of those five a.m. five a.m. clubbers, or is this just pure pure kids' delight, parents' delight? Pure parents' delight. <laughs> All right, John T. First and foremost, just to clarify, you're working for Indifuno Kwazi, correct? And you've been involved in uh, trying to oppose uh, the evictions that have been granted by the courts. Yeah, so let me first clarify. So what the, the, the city of Cape Town has obtained from the court is not a, an eviction order, but an mm. eviction notice. Okay. The difference is that it, the, the court is merely just ordering service of an eviction application. So in, in terms of our eviction law, no one, um, only a court can grant, grant an order evicting someone after a hearing. Okay. So that, that, that hearing ha- hasn't actually happened yet. So all, all the court order... Um, authorizes is for notices to be served, so to basically informing people that they can go to courts to oppose the eviction, and so that, that's 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 a crucial point. So is this um, is this where you guys then start to become really active now that you've received the the notice or the city's received the notice? Um, the idea would now that they need to approach a court to grant an order, in which case they would now need to provide evidence that that order is indeed the correct thing to do, and and this is where you guys will probably be most involved. Um, and it's it's too early to say, but um, of, of of course people are, are able to approach our offices. Um, you know, we we do provide free pro bono legal services. Um, but take, taking a step back, I mean, the the, the the mere fact that the city has um, approached the courts, in, in our view, is, is a positive step. Um, we have over the, the the past few years been involved in lit- litigation where the, the city's law enforcement has just dispossessed um, camps of, of people's personal belongings and tents, which actually is, is against the law. Mm-hmm. And so as a civil society active organization, we, we, we've, been, we've been forced to take the city to court you know, numerous times just to make them follow the law. So the mere fact that they're following the law, I think, is a, is, 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 is a really positive step. Okay, so so in terms of the outcome, which I suppose is what people are getting most uh, riled up about and polarized in their view of, is this idea of to evict or not to evict, to move to not to move. Uh, you know, like who, who is right and who is wrong seems to be the big conversation that's happening. In your view, currently, uh, if this eviction order then is granted by a court somewhere and there's an opportunity to move these individuals, uh, where do we stand from a human rights and ethics perspective? Yes, I, I mean I think everyone agrees that homelessness is in in, in a dignified situation. Mm-hmm. No one no one wants to be homeless. No one you know it's it's, it's just terrible all all around. So so the question is 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 is, is about solutions. You know, often people think that oh, Indusfuna Kwazi is opposing these evictions, or they they want homeless people on the streets, and that that's not the case. You know, but but at the same time, you have to question. The solutions and whether or not they provide sustainable um, steps 
in the, in the right direction. And in our view, if you, if you look at the, the safe spaces, the, the city-run shelters, um, and and the other NGO shelters, these these are temporary solutions. Where in, 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 in the experience of our clients, they say they go there for three to six months and they get kicked out and then they're yeah. back on the streets. Exactly. Um, or they're not allowed to live there with their loved ones, which, you know, it infringes on their, 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 their dignity. Um, you know, so, so when, when we're looking at an eviction, we can't just pour millions of rand into securing these eviction orders without actually looking at a sustainable solution for people mm. off the streets. Which seems to be that there is, there isn't one. Um, if we were to be frank about it, it feels like it's such a multifaceted um, experience, from ranging from addiction to mental health to circumstance to choice. Um, there is no one bracket that makes somebody experience homelessness. It's not a one solution thing. It's not about just a shelter or just a rehab or just work. It seems to be all of these things need to be working together to make a solution sustainable. So, is this just a never-ending problem that is never? Good? Going to be able to be solved, or is it just a symptom of economic issues in the country? It's it's definitely a, a deep symptom of of economic issues and deep inequality in our society. Um, unfortunately, we we have we are what, the most unequal society in the world. Um, Cape Town itself is also extremely segregated. Um, uh, there's there's very little affordable housing. Um, you know, close to economic opportunities. So all all of these. You know, it, and then just you have to add the cost of living, everything, everything, you know, um, the effects of COVID. Yeah. But and and there's, I mean, there's, it's, it, it does paint a very, very dire picture. But there, there are solutions, and there are ways to to tinker with the the shelter system and for the states to release more land to to shelters who who are doing amazing work. You know, so mm. so these these city safe spaces where you go and you. It's basically like a carport and you just sleep on on a piece of wood. That's that's you know you're completely exposed to the element. It's not a dignified solution. Um, but if you actually work with and partner with with private NGOs who have the experience and the know the the knowledge to be able to produce positive, sustainable solutions, then it's the way out. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's a classic classic story. Is 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 despair, but there's also hope, and and we. We're definitely inclined to to think that there are there is a way out of this. Situation. As with all human rights, obviously, one right cannot infringe on another. And so it is a very complicated concern. Some of our listeners who've shared uh, very valid ideas or points on the, on, the, on the WhatsApp line, I'd be really keen to just get your initial response or thoughts so that we can just correct our thinking or at least point us in the right direction. One says, good morning. I work in town every day. People who work in town are being harassed daily. I fell and fractured my arm due to a, a, somebody being abusive towards me and they happen to experience homelessness. Uh, they want to live like this because it's free. Your thoughts? I mean, yeah, it's, you're right. It's, it's it's a balance of of two different perspectives. Um, I, I would I would think that that is it's not a homelessness issue per se. It's a it's 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 a policing issue, and you can't conflate the two. Um, and I think people do uh, in gen, uh, try to generalize the issues, and all all, all homeless people are are abusive, or yeah. all homeless people. 
are, are drug addicts or homeless people are going to you know, harass me. And, and that's just simply not the case. And so I think in trying to resolve this issue, I would encourage your listeners to, to just stop and not generalize the issue, to, to look at it. One, in terms of context, the economic and the historical context of, of South Africa and Cape Town, but also from a human context, you know, how, how are we all going to collectively contribute towards the solution rather than antagonizing it and flaming, flaming the fire? Love this. This is a really valid and, what you call it, like a stable view. And I really appreciate that. It does feel like it's balanced, it's unemotive, and it really is focused on, on the information before us. And um, One last little point, because we have to go, unfortunately. We're running out of time. But it was a voice note that we received from a listener. And I'm wondering whether there's anything that you guys um, and Difuno Nkwazi can help us do. If these eviction orders are indeed granted by the courts, how can we avoid this being done in winter? Here's that voice note for you. Hi, I'm listening to your talk about the evictions. I know it's wrong and everything, but if they want to evict people, why do they always do it in winter? Then the people got nowhere to go to and they must sit in the rain. The whole summer they leave the people to do what they want to, staying in wrong places and things like that. So why do they always want to evict the people in winter when it's raining and wet? Why didn't they do it in summer? As I still say, it's wrong for them to do it. But anyway, how do they always do it in winter? Valid concerns, John T. Any, like, um, is this something that we can work towards? That if these evictions are granted, that on sort of a just a pure weather-related issue, you could get these delayed to a period that is a bit more accommodating to moving. Um, I mean, I try my best. I, I completely agree that it's in, it's inhumane to yeah. evict during winter, especially rainy winters, where the, the the likely effect of an eviction is that someone might not go to a shelter, which means that they'll just end up on another street pavement. Um, in, in in my experience, representing a, no, a number of homeless communities, um, all, almost all of them have happened during winter, and I, I also don't know why that's the case. Um, it's very unfortunate that that, that 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 seems to be the situation, but I also don't know why. Yeah. We'll work on this together and as a city we'll come together and ensure that we all just support whatever we believe is to be right and fair. Focus on the information and the facts in front of us. Uh, John T, thank you very much for your time this morning. The Big Breakfast with Stan Moss. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m.